0: You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. Hey, welcome to another shot of propane. Today's topic is using challenges to achieve buy-in. So what do I mean by that? Well, I'll start with a short story. So last week, I was in a hotel in Scotland, and as I'm sat with my girlfriend having breakfast, I had just ordered my second coffee while we were at breakfast. So, (coughs) excuse me, if you've ever had, as I'm sure you have, ever had coffee in a hotel or anything like that, it normally comes in, well, I suppose two ways. One is you just get a little cup of coffee, but the, the best way is when you get like a little cafetiere or a little pot to pour yourself. And I just ordered my second one of those. So as I was drinking it, my girlfriend was like, I bet you couldn't go 30 days without coffee. And as soon as she said that, the like the like hey, don't don't say nasty things <laughs> kicked in. Or like the challenge side of me kicked in, the competitive side of me kicked in. And I was like, you know what, I bet I could. And that led to a conversation of Right, well, from Monday, no more coffee. And so it's Friday today as I'm recording this and I've not had a cup of coffee this week so far. So I'm doing a 30 day challenge just off the back of my girlfriend betting me that I can't, that involves me not having any coffee at all. Now, I should, should sprayed in the face by something, it's weird. Um, I should preface that I am still having caffeine, so what I've basically done, which is a bit different to um, sort of a lot of the stuff that you sub posts around, and um, I agree, I agree, Mike. It is, it is cruelty. Um, a lot of the stuff you sub posts around, like giving up coffee completely and, and all that sort of stuff, like it's easy for him because, well, firstly, he doesn't like coffee, so that helps. Secondly, um, he gave up caffeine a long time ago after going like really hard on the caffeine and he just went cold turkey, went through it and then has massively sensitized himself to it. So even a small amount of coffee just sends him over the edge. So his his sort of advice of oh just give up caffeine completely or you know tape yourself off it completely is definitely works for some people. For me, it's not what I wanted to do this time. <laughs> Mike, I completely agree, I don't trust him at all. Um So what I've been doing basically is just swapping the habit. And this is something that a guy called Steve Pavlina wrote a lot about ages ago um, about giving up your your coffee habit. And the theory that he has is that while obviously coffee is really nice and uh, we all like the caffeine, like the coffee, especially people who are like me, like really into coffee and really into the different methods of preparing it and all that sort of stuff. that's part of it. That forms a habit that's like as soon as you wake up, it's the first thing that you do. And then it becomes increasingly difficult to give up because of that. So not only does the caffeine have a, an addictive quality to it, but the act, the habit, the preparation, the taste, the flavor, the smell, all also has a bit of an addictive like routine quality to it. So one method that I did when I've done this previously was I switched to decaf, which if anyone likes coffee as much as me. They'll know that decaf doesn't quite taste as nice. But part of the rules with my girlfriend's challenge was you can't have any coffee. You can't have decaf coffee, that's cheating. So I switched to tea. So I followed, I thought like, who likes tea? Like who really loves tea? And the first person I thought of was Tim Ferriss. So I just rang Tim. No, I'm kidding. I, uh, I looked up his, uh, his, his tea recipe online, which is pu'er tea very posh, green tea, and uh, he adds yerba mate as well, or yerba mate, if you you can't do the pronunciation properly. So I bought those various ingredients, and that's what I've been drinking in the morning instead of my coffee. (coughs) So it's not very nice, to be honest. It tastes like sort of, kind of like green tea, I suppose, but, not quite as strong because it's blended with other teas. It tastes okay, like it's not, it's not, it's nowhere near as nice as a cup of coffee. Um, you definitely don't get the jittery, like awake feeling. Um, but you also, I also haven't been getting like a, a, a desire for another drink around like 11 AM, like I would normally do with coffee. So I'm on about five days of doing this now. Um, and only real changes I've noticed, slight improvement in my sleep, um, slight sort of improvement in the consistency of my energy across the day. And I think from some calculations I've done, it's really hard to work out like exactly how much caffeine is in the tea that you're making. But I reckon I've probably cut my caffeine intake by two thirds, so I'm having about a third of the caffeine intake I was having previously, which I think is probably about 150 milligrams a day. Um, and that's all sort of before midday. Um, but why, why am I doing this? Because I, I'm really against like as a matter of principle, really against people who do like vegan January or um, like sober October and all that sort of shit because making a change for a month is pointless bullshit. Like it's not, if you just do something for 30 days and then get straight back on it again after 30 days, you're just gonna go straight back to normal. Like sure, it helps you yet have a bit more time away from that behavior than they maybe otherwise would have done. But if you overcompensate, like a lot of people who do like Sober October, celebrate the end of Sober October by going out and drinking loads. So like, you're not eliciting any behavioral change. You're just doing something so you can talk about it on your Instagram. I see you, Sober October people. Um, So why am I doing 30 days without caffeine? Like, isn't that a bit hypocritical? So the same reason, so the reason that I am able to meditate really consistently when I struggled with it for like, five years was, and this is related, I promise, Yusuf and I were staying in a, in a hotel in Liverpool together, sharing a room. And we're gonna be sharing a room this weekend as well. So it's not for romantic reasons. It's just for, uh, it's more economical. Um, but we're sharing a room, going to a conference. And I was saying to him like, man, I get so irritated with meditation. Like I feel like I'm doing, you know, the standard thing of I do five minutes and then six minutes and then seven minutes, 10 minutes. Like everything I understand about building a habit is I'm, in, I'm employing and it's not working because I just don't get any benefit from it. And his response was, right, do 10 days of meditation for 30 minutes a day. Tell me that you don't feel anything at the end of that. And the very nature of that, like the challenge that he set me of like, almost like I bet you can't do 30 minutes a day for, for 10 days made me do it. So I'm just harnessing my, my natural competitiveness. And as a result, I'm still meditating. And the reason I'm still meditating, the reason I didn't just get to the end of the ten days and think, "No, sack this. I'm not doing this anymore," was because that period of time got me buy-in. That period of time allowed me to see the the benefits of it, and that's something that is incredibly hard to do when you try and do something incrementally. So challenges that are month long, or ten days, or seven days, or whatever, are really good for showing you the benefits of a specific action or change so in this instance what i'm trying to do is see like what happens to my life to my sleep to my productivity to my mood when i give up coffee and as a result sort of cut my caffeine intake by a bit over a bit over half and at the end of that i'll make a decision of excuse me do i want to continue this or do I actually not feel like it's worth it? So it's like a trial of a new behavior. And the same thing with meditation. I did 10 days, 30 minutes a day, which I've actually scaled that back. I just do 20 minutes a day usually at the moment. But the, the fact is, is that it got me a buy-in to the behavior. It made me realize that actually this is something that I would like to do consistently. So. Whenever you're considering something like a 30-day challenge or giving something up for a period of time or starting something new for a period of time, the best way to do that is to fully immerse yourself in something for a period of time, 30 days, seven days, whatever, and then just make an assessment. And some of you who are on our email list, don't know what time it is. It's just after nine o'clock, I think. Some of you will be getting an email at 10 a.m., which is the launch of uh, a 30-day challenge that we're opening up this month with the Propane Protocol. And the reason that we're doing that is that if you're like struggling with the results you're getting, if you feel like you're not moving consistently, like week by week, if you feel like you aren't looking at your scale weight, your progress in the gym, the way that you look and thinking, yep, this week, this week, this week, I'm making more progress. If that isn't your current reality, then probably the methods that you're using aren't working and you need to go full immersion into something different. And some people go and do keto or veganism or whatever, but generally speaking, that's a bad idea but uh, generally speaking (coughs) picking something that's a bit more sustainable is the way to go so that is everything from this episode if you have tried some kind of 30-day challenge before and you had good experiences or bad experiences let me know send us an email send us a DM on Instagram send us a message on Facebook interested to know your thoughts speak soon